Sometimes having the strongest business foundations is more important than anything else in your business. Today, I'm sharing a live that I did in the Road to 7 Facebook group. And if you haven't joined yet, please do. Every Monday morning, I do a live video that's going to walk you through things that are going to make your business stronger and better and how you can show up powerfully and what you can be doing to grow and scale your business as you shift out of being a solopreneur and into the role of thriving CEO. Our job is to help your company become sustainable and profitable so that it's supporting the lifestyle that you truly, truly desire. So if you're looking for things that you need to be doing now, regardless of how big you want your business to grow, then this is an episode that you don't want to miss. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to 7 is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. Welcome to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I am your host, Sheila Cummins, and today I'm coming to you live from the Road to Seven Facebook group. Whether you want to build a seven-figure business or not, I'm going to talk today about things that you need to be doing regardless. doesn't matter if you want a five, a six, a seven, or an eight-figure company. These are things that have to happen regardless so that you can have a strong and profitable company. The very first thing is to get crystal clear on the role that you want to play. If you want this to be a self-sustaining company that has you at the epicenter and you are the chief everything officer, which sometimes has a negative rap when we say it, but sometimes you just want to have your own business and you want people to work with you. You don't want to have a team. You don't want it to get much larger than you. That is incredibly noble. Let's do it. But get clear on what that role is now. If you kind of have this inkling that you want your business to be larger than you, then let's get clear on what you want to be doing. If you no longer want to be part of the fulfillment process, then let's start building out that process. If you want to be the one who's fulfilling, but you don't want to do sales, let's start putting that into place. If you want to be the face of the company and then not have anything to do with the sales or the marketing or the fulfillment, then let's start putting that into place. Whatever your vision is for you and your company, as long as it's in alignment with who you are and what you're about, then it is your right vision. But we've got to start building it now, today, this very moment to be supporting you. If you're just wanting to be the face, and I got to tell you, if you're looking at scaling this sucker, we want you to be the face of the company and not really be involved in a whole bunch of the other behind the scenes stuff. But let's start figuring out what that looks like so we can develop your hiring plan 
so that we can start figuring out what your organizational structure is, so that we can start putting some revenue benchmarks in place so that we know when we can get those key players into their roles as you grow. So the number one thing to do, no matter how big you want your company, is to get clear on your role. The second thing, surround yourself with people who bring you joy. If you're not enjoying the work, let's figure out if it's because the clients are not who you really want to be working with. And the best way to gauge that is when somebody books on your calendar and your heart sinks and you're like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. Or you get on the phone with someone and they just suck the life out of you. Or you get a new contract and your heart drops a little bit because you just don't want to be doing the work. Surrounding yourself with people who bring you joy is going to be a huge factor in the satisfaction and fulfillment of your company. And I know it seems like such a a simple thing. It seems so obvious when I say it, but there's so many of you that are stuck serving the same audience because it's comfortable versus making that shift to up-leveling or shifting who you serve to people who bring you more joy. And when you make that shift, there's always going to be a little bit of a lull or a dip. Doesn't It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But if people are not bringing you joy, if your team is around you and you're dreading your meetings, it's time to shift up your team. You know, our tendency is to hire people who are just like us because they're super fun. And I'm going to challenge you to find someone who's really different from you with a totally different skill set, with way different strengths, who's still fun and enjoyable to be around. So surround yourself with people who are bringing you joy. Next, only hire people who are going to make your business stronger. If you're hiring based on trying to save money or on bringing someone in at the lowest possible investment amount, you're not going to have the right person. We want you to be bringing on people that are better at what it is that they do than you are. Why is that important? Because if they're going to be a profit center for you, meaning when we hire, we want them to be earning three times the amount of their salary in increased revenue that they bring you, then we've got to be hiring people that are at the top of their game. It's scary to make these hires because usually we have to hire before we're ready. In fact, it's one of the number one things that I'm hearing people are needing capital for is to make that strategic hire. When you do your due diligence and you create an environment that's focused on results, then that person has a probationary period where they can start showing you that they are going to be a huge asset in your company. Yeah, it's going to cost you more, but we want to hire up so that we are increasing our business through our hires, not getting rid of small little nitty gritty things that are annoying us because it's cheaper to do that than to get a very strategic person in. The mental load that you carry as a business owner is massive, especially if you're still in the solopreneur state where you're doing absolutely everything. In any given day, you're having to shift from you know, doing what it is that you do to being a marketer, to having a sales call, to, you know, maybe being a bit of a therapist for your clients, to doing some graphic design, to remembering to send out the newsletter, to follow up with so-and-so. When you can remove that mental load and have somebody else be part of the decisions and part of the strategies, then that mental load 
decrease gives you space and clarity to do what you do best. And often it's visioning and dreaming and figuring out and coming up with something. And that is really your job, especially if you're going to be scaling this sucker. The next piece is we've got to be building your business to serve the lifestyle that you want. It doesn't matter what how big your business is. Doesn't matter how many people are in it. Doesn't matter what your big visions are. If your company doesn't serve you, then it's just going to be a pain in the you know what. And we don't have time and space for pains in the you know what. We got enough of that in our world. And so if you are an incredible introvert who it takes everything for to show up day after day, then why are you crafting your business doing one-on-one calls? If you're somebody who likes to be behind the scenes, why are you building this business with you out in front? Put somebody else in front and you be behind the scenes. What if we could craft this so that you had the flexibility and the time that you wanted? You know, that's a big part of what we're doing in our scale program is figuring out how to remove you from the day-to-day functioning of your company and come up with that hiring plan so that we can create the lifestyle that you desire. I think many people are doing it backwards. They're adapting their lifestyle to the business that they're building. It should be the other way around. We should be crafting our lifestyle and building our business to support it. If your business isn't financially serving your lifestyle, then we have to go back to the drawing board and look at your offers and your pricing to figure out what we need to be tweaking. Maybe we need to repackage. Maybe we need to repurpose. Maybe we need to recreate. Maybe we need to reprice what you're doing so that there's room within your pricing to bring on people. I don't know. The only way I know is to talk with you. And so when we craft this so that it serves you in the lifestyle that you want to be able to answer the question that, is it worth it? Like, is it worth it is kind of your barometer on a day-to-day basis of what it is that you're doing. If it's not worth it to you, then stop building it. If it's not worth it right now, figure out what's not feeling worth it and let's make those changes. If you can't figure out how to do that or you feel like you're stuck in a hole, I invite you to remember that nothing is permanent. The only thing that is permanent in our world is taxes and death. Everything else can be changed. Everything else can be evolved and grown and shifted to better serve you. But you have to put the stake in the ground and say, this isn't working for me anymore. It's not feeling worth it. And then we go and look at the people and the processes and the profit and shift those so that it becomes worth it. The next thing that is non-negotiable in your business is to show up consistently. Showing up is going to look different for every single one of you based on what your strengths are, what your style is, what your marketing strategies are. But your job is to get eyeballs on you regularly. You are in the people business. You're a people, your team are a people, and your buyers are a people. People need people. They need to feel connection. And if you're not showing up, you're not going to connect with them. So you being able to show up consistently is not just about the strategy. It's not about committing to X number of lives or X number of reels or, you know, I'm going to dance on Tuesdays. That's only a part of what it is. The other part of showing up powerfully and consistently is understanding why you're not. Why are you hiding? Are you afraid of being judged? 
Are you afraid that what you're saying, you might get ridiculed? Are you concerned about what people are going to say or think? Well, all of those things are A, none of your business. You have no control over that. So let's give up and let go of trying to control that. But when you show up and stand behind the value of what it is that you do, it's going to have massive repercussions across all levels of your business. It's going to help you with your sales. People are going to build trust with you faster. People are going to be more interested and want to learn more about what it is that you do. You see, growing your business is not just a tactic and tool and strategy play. That's only a percentage of it. In fact, it is 20%. 80% is the mind game that you play every single day, the stories that you're choosing to help fuel your decisions. And if we're not taking care of the mind part or the story part, then the tactics aren't going to work. So showing up is not just committing to X number of Instagram posts every week. It's about doing the inner work that's needed so that you can show up powerfully and you can show up in a way that is of service and brings value to those who need you the most. Two more parts. The next one is this fact that your numbers don't lie. There are too many people that run their day-to-day business without ever monitoring whether what they're doing is working. If you're investing tens of thousands of dollars in Facebook ads and they are not converting, you are wasting not only your time and energy, you're wasting valuable dollars that could be put back into building better messaging and positioning for your offers. Your numbers don't lie. If you're, if you're feeling like you never have money, then we have to go and look at your cash flows. If you feel like you don't aren't able to hire and you're choosing to say, well, you don't have any money to hire, then let's go look at your pricing and understand where every single dollar is. If you are working around the clock and not getting the results that you want, then let's go look at the metrics and see what you're doing and how you're spending your time and whether it's generating the results that they're supposed to be getting. I'm doing this because in my head, I'm thinking about the scorecard that we use with our students to help them measure the impact of the actions that they're taking. If you are investing hours and hours and hours recording a podcast and it's not generating clients for you, then why on earth would you keep recording the podcast without making some strategic changes, either to what the podcast is about, who it's speaking to, what the content is that's going out in it, or the marketing of it. Your numbers don't lie. And if you're not tracking your numbers, you are wasting time and energy and money. And those are three of your most precious commodities that you cannot and afford to be wasting. The final thing, I'm going to say this because I just think it has to be said, and you might not like it. I might fluff your feathers with this. That's okay. I'll wear it. But your way is not the only way. <laughs> you know, when when we start this business, we come up with our own systems and processes, whether we think about it and document it or not. There is a method to your madness of how you do business. But the reality is there are other ways to get results in your business as well. Your way is not the only way. And the only way we're going to know whether there is another way is if you're watching the numbers and you're measuring the data and you're looking at the results. And especially when you hire, you know, we think, okay, here's my standard operating procedures. You're going to be posting on Instagram for me. This is how you have to do it. Well, what if we'd followed some of my advice here and hired somebody that was smarter at Instagram than us? And they'd taken more courses and had more experience and had more firsthand results 
experience getting firsthand results doing things a different way, but you insisted on them doing things your way. You see, when you bring people into your company, your job is to make sure that they are hitting the results that they've hired for. How they get those results, it's kind of on them. They can take your processes and procedures and use them as a guide. Maybe there's check-ins that you want them to have. Maybe there's some things you don't want them to miss out on. But at the end of the day, what you care about is not how they get the results, just that they get the results. And so when you can let go of things needing to be your way, all of a sudden you're going to be empowering the people around you and you're going to be empowering your business to run. You know, one of the things that I say in our programs is just let it run. Let your team do their thing. Let them make a mistake. If they make a mistake, they have to fall on their own sword. You don't have to keep them on your team, but they are in the results business just like you. We cannot be imposing our way on everything that's happening because then you might as well not hire. You're going to end up redoing everything. You're going to end up micromanaging and it's going to cost you more time and energy and money in order to have them on your team. And so regardless how big you want your business to go, the things to be remembering that you can be doing right now. Number one, get really clear on what you want your role to be. Number two, surround yourself with people who bring you joy, people who lift you up, people who bring you deep fulfillment. You deserve it and you're worth it. Next, only hire people who who are, who are going to make your business stronger, who are better than you in the area that you're hiring them for. And then get out of the effing way and let them do their job. Craft your business model so that it serves you, but start today, no matter how big or small you are. If it's not serving you and you keep going the way that you're going, it's just going to get worse. If you already have holes in the bucket and you keep adding water to it, the water's just going to run out faster. So fix the holes before you add. Make sure that you're building this based on where you want it to be three to five years down the way so that it supports your lifestyle. Show up. Do the inner work that's needed for you to show up consistently and powerfully so you can be of service and align and connect with the people who need you the most. You're in the people business. Your numbers don't lie, folks. You've got to go and check that data on a regular basis. Day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, whatever works for you. Your revenue, your lead gen, your fulfillment, your I don't know, the retention rates, all of that's going to give you clues whether the work that you're doing is worthwhile (laughs) or whether it's a waste of your time and you need to shift. And the last thing, your way is not the only way. Let go a little bit. You know, this this concept is, and we can do a whole other episode on this, but this is all about trust, right? When you bring somebody on, you have to bring someone on who you trust to try to get the results that they've been hired for. So no matter where you want your business, that is what I've got for you today. Go out and have a phenomenal week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? 
I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.